and we are back. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome back. How you been? It's been a while. It's uh, been a year. Not a whole year, but it feels like multiple years this year has been. But but how you been? How's 2020 been for you? If, you? if you said it's been okay, congratulations. I think that's an accomplishment. If you say it's been great, enlighten me i'd love i'd I'd love i'd love to hear about it and if you say it hasn't been so good i feel ya uh i know it's it's been a while since i've posted an episode of this podcast i sort of just disappeared there for a second and for those of you that are actually back you know those of you that were listening to the podcast before maybe were subscribed to the podcast before and then all of a sudden we're like, whoa, he stopped posting episodes. Or maybe you didn't notice, but if you did notice, you know, yeah, and yet you're back listening now. I appreciate it. I don't know if I deserve it. I uh, I essentially, you know, I ghosted uh, those of you that were listening, pulled a real fuckboy move on you. I just said, bye bye without saying bye bye And now, months later, I am doing the podcasting equivalent of a 2 a.m. text message being like, hey, miss you. And I'm here, and I'm posting another episode. And what happened, huh? Why, why, why did I stop doing this? Why did I take a real break, not only from the podcast, but also just from posting social media for a few months? That happened. And the long, the long, short, the short version of it is pretty much I got sad. I got sad. Like I think a lot of people got sad this year. And where did that sadness come from? It varies from person to person. Um, I, I will say, thankfully, you know, my family and my loved ones and myself have all stayed healthy, and I hope that you and, and your loved ones have as well. Um, but, you know, in my case, I think it was just a... I mean, look. That was a real... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was the, 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 the vocal pattern equivalent of just, like, a light bulb in my head. Look, I think this year... Obviously, with everything that happened, it just created a, a, a global pause and just a, a mass level of introspection. And it had all of us really asking ourselves these big existential questions. Who am I? What am I? Where am I? What am I doing? Am I happy? Am I, if I'm not happy, why am I not happy? What am I doing with my life? And, you know, in my case, I was asking all those questions and... I allowed my insecurities in response to those questions to come out victorious. You know, I, we, we all have insecurities. Obviously, we all have insecurities. And insecurities are just these, these mental bullies. They're just these like O'Doyles from Billy Madison that are just like, you suck, O'Doyle rules. You're never going to amount to anything. O'Doyle rules. You are nothing. O'Doyle rules. You're just a traveling speck on this universe. And nothing more, O'Doyle rules. And no one likes you, O'Doyle rules. I could keep going. And some people are better at dealing with those insecurities than other people. I am not one of those. I have always had trouble with dealing with my insecurities. I just, I always have. And especially when it relates to my art and my work. And, you know, before the pandemic I had stand-up and stand-up was always this very tangible validator for me it was a thing that I went and I did stand-up and people you know would laugh and I would be like ah yes I am good at this thing I am succeeding because there's a thing but then you're locked up in your apartment and you're just talking and you're just like I don't, I don't know am I good am I funny uh are people actually listening am I wasting my time 
what am I doing with my life? And I allowed my insecurities to come out victorious at that moment. And they created this wall and it was a wall that I was just bashing my head up against time and time again, like Wiley Coyote. Right. And it created this like this spiritual concussion. I'm going to call it a spiritual concussion where I just, I got to a point. I was like, yo, that's too much, too much for me. Time out. I'm out of here. And I just, I just wasn't enjoying doing this podcast or I was starting to not enjoy doing this podcast and I didn't feel happy doing it. And I was like, I shouldn't do it if I'm not enjoying doing it. Cause I felt like eventually that would, I wouldn't be able to hide that. And y'all would sense it. You would sense it. You would feel it. And maybe you wouldn't enjoy listening to the podcast. And I think like at its base level, at, at the very bare minimum, right. In order to do this, I should enjoy doing this. Cause if I don't, then the chance of it being good, forget it actually being good, but just there's no chance of it being good if I'm not enjoying doing this. So if I'm not enjoying doing this, it, it may not be good. And also what's the point of doing something that isn't making me happy in a world that's giving you plenty of reasons to be unhappy. Let me not actively contribute towards my unhappiness. There's, there's plenty there. And obviously in the best case scenario, I'm enjoying doing it and you're enjoying listening to it and we're having a party. But I was just in a place where if I kept doing it, I was going to be the bummer at that party. I was going to be the bummer. And if there's anything we don't need more of in 2020, it's more bummers. We don't need more bummers. And I don't want to contribute to the bummerdom. I don't want to contribute to the dreary, cloudy, gloomy, just dread in, in the environment. I want to be like a soldier for positivity, contribute fighting against that. That's not to say that I'm not going to be negative. That's not to say that I'm not going to be pessimistic. That's not going to be say that I'm not going to be sad or any of those things because it's unrealistic to think that you won't be those things. But if I'm going to do this, I want to have fun doing it. It's half an hour, one time a week. Let me enjoy it. Right. And I wasn't. And I, uh, it's a helicopter. Um, half the time when I say, a sound that I hear, you can't hear it on the microphone. But anyway, I, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be the bummer at the party. I didn't want to be that person who's just like, y'all, dude, cigarettes are bad for you. Don't smoke that cigarette. It's going to give you cancer. And it's like, yeah, all right, Trent, fine, all right? But I'm feeling a nice buzz. I'm talking about penguins with Carl here, and we're enjoying this cigarette. So leave me alone. I don't want to think about the cancer. And I didn't want to be Trent. I didn't want to be a Trent. I didn't want to be a Trent and ruin, ruin the fun. And I don't want to have anybody in a position where they're listening to something that may be a bummer. Didn't want to do it. So I was like, you know what? Let me just work on myself. Let me figure it out. Let me get to a place where I feel like I can do this and I can have fun and I can enjoy it. And I'm here. I'm here right now. And I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I feel in a much better mental space. Uh, I feel healthier. I feel like I am dealing with re-engineering the way that I'm living my life during these times in a way that is healthier, right? Eating healthier, drinking less, right? Those Zoom happy hours, uh, working out more, all those things, right? Um, and I want to do this and I hopefully create that little 30 minute, 30 little, 30 minute party one time a week between us, between us, between us, and so I stepped away. I did other things. Zoe and I, we made a movie during this pandemic. 
and it's going to come out next year. I'm putting it out into the universe. It's going to fucking happen, and I'm, uh, I'm very excited about that, but I'm here now, and I feel good. I truly feel good, and uh, if you're listening still at this point, muchas gracias, eh? Muchas gracias. Um, I really do appreciate it, and I, uh, I, I'm going to be honest. This is my second time starting this this episode because I started to do the first episode. The I started the first attempt at doing this next episode was yesterday, and I was like four minutes in, and then a uh, I, I got interrupted, and by the time what happened was done, it was dark, and I didn't have enough light to do it, and it looked weird. So I was like, I'll just do it tomorrow. But I was doing I was doing the podcast. Here's what happened. So I started doing the podcast. I'm like three or four minutes in, and I see. Um, like on the other side of this camera, there's like windows, right? And I see this guy approaching me, you know, through the window. And at first I thought it was a, uh, it was a Mormon. I thought it was like a Mormon going door to door, right? He had like the white shirt and the tie and he had a hoodie on, but I was like, maybe the name tag is under there. The elder, you know, insert name. And I have a really hard time saying no to people. I have a really hard time just being like, like we made eye contact. So I was like, I can't avoid this. And like, I have a really hard time being like, nah, I'm good. Thank you. But, I, but I'm good. Have, have a nice day. Take care. I can't, I, I have to like, I felt like, oh, this poor guy's probably been rejected all day. Let me at least engage in a conversation and be a human being. I know how it's going to go. He's going to be like, Hey, you should, uh, you should be a Mormon. And I'm going to be like, ah, but I'm Jewish. And he'll be like, it's okay. Come over to our side. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but I'm good. And he's like, nah, but you haven't heard about all the things we have. And I'm like, yeah, but have you heard of challah? And he's going to be like, what's challah? And then I was like, I'm going to give you some challah and you're going to want to challah at me about coming to our side. Baruch Hashem. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. It's fine. So <laughs> So I opened the door and within 10 seconds, I, well, I quickly realized it wasn't, a, it wasn't like a Mormon situation, um, which by the way, it's amazing that people are still going door to door. I mean that, that it, you say what you will about door to door salesmen or anybody who does door to door, anything, the tenacity, the confidence, the, I want the passion and the tenacity of a door-to-door salesman during a pandemic. Somebody in a time where people truly don't want you near them. A lot of people don't want you near them, right? Don't want you getting too close, you know, or whatever. And they feel safe in their home. And you're like, listen, you're a little bubble of safety. Knock, knock. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. But he's there. And within the first, I'm going to say, 10 seconds. I knew whatever this is, is a scam. I knew it was a scam. He didn't even start selling me on whatever he was selling me on. But the first thing he said, I was like, this is a scam. This is a scam. Because he looked at me. He looked at me. He goes, hello, sir. What's your name? And my name is, and I was like, oh, my name is, my name is Daniel. And he's, for, for the rest of it, kept referring to me as Mr. Daniel. Mr. Daniel. don't miss your first name me. You don't have to miss your first name me. I, I appreciate it, but it feels weird. It feels, when you say Mr. Daniel, it feels like you're like my teacher and you're trying to make me feel like a grown up. Mr. Daniel, 
Mr. Does Mr. Daniel want a cookie? Does Mr. Daniel want a peanut butter jelly sandwich with the corners cut off? Mr. Daniel, do you want to take a little nap, Mr. Daniel? Do you, Mr. Daniel? Do you? Like, um, just Daniel. Just, hey, Daniel, it's fine. We're also, like, in the same, like, he's, he might have been like 30. I'm 28. We're the same age. Don't Mr. Daniel me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to Mr. Anthony you. Although I think I did. I think at one point I probably was like, oh, thank you, Mr. Anthony. Um, like, so anyway, Mr. Daniel, but it was the first line, the first question that he told me where I was like, this is going to be a scam. Whatever it is, whatever he's telling me, this is going to be a scam. Cause he said, Daniel, Mr. Daniel, do you believe in chances? Yes. Do you believe in chances? The second he asked me, Mr. Daniel, do you believe in chances? I knew whatever this is, is a scam. Because he's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to, what the fuck is the word? When you're, reel me in. He's trying to reel me in. Ugh, I hate when I can't think of a word. He's trying to reel me in with a yes. All right? Because what, what, what an ambiguous, open-ended broad question do you believe in chances yes i i do i believe in all sorts of chances i believe in first chances second chances third chances i believe in chance the rapper <laughs> yes I, I believe in chances and then this dude was smooth he's like what was your first job i was like i i, I taught tennis lessons he's like oh so you were good and i was like yeah it was good <laughs> like he was making me he was making me feel good about myself i was like okay what is this? What's what's the what's the hook? What are you trying to sell? And he told me magazine subscriptions. We're trying to raise money for the Boys and Girls Club. It's also I'm also getting uh, a percentage of the commission on the sales to be able to go get my real estate license, start a new life, right? Be able to go take that test, use my sales skills to be a real estate agent. I knew it was a scam. Jordan Drew salesman, magazine subscription for a charity. Why don't I just donate to a charity? You get a fifty percent commission on what the charity gets. What's what's going on here? This feels you only take cash. Check and Venmo? What about credit? Can I donate directly on the website? No? All right. This is a scam. You are a con artist. But, and I knew he was a con artist from the get-go. Like, I just, I had, I, I just, I felt con artist vibes. He made me feel too good. He was too good at making me feel good. I knew he was a con artist, and I was feeling good. Like, that's how good of a con artist he was. He was such a good con artist that even though I knew he was a con artist, he was succeeding at being a con artist. His objective as a con artist was to build trust. And I was feeling trust with Mr. Anthony because I am Mr. Daniel. And Mr. Daniel likes to feel a trusting connection. And at the end of it all, he asked me for $288, which feels aggressive. Two hundred. That's multiple that's two weeks of groceries $280 he's like do you believe in me enough to invest $288 in me and I'm like bro I don't believe in myself enough to invest $288 in myself I don't I didn't even spend $288 on the equipment for this podcast what are you talking about $288 I was like I'll give you $35 and here's the thing I knew I was a scam I knew there was probably no boys and girls club I knew there was probably no whatever but I also didn't totally knew, know, but I knew, I knew, I, I knew, but I have such a hard time saying no. And I don't know if it's because I'm too nice and being, too, and being too nice in those situations makes me dumb, maybe, right? But also, I felt like he deserved the $35 because he, he got me to give him $35 just to like move on with my life. But like also, it was a really good performance. I was like, this Daniel Day-Lewis motherfucker, you, you are 
you are good. Let me let me go ahead and nominate you for a Tony. Broadway shut down, door-to-door salesmen, they stay performing. And I was like, this guy, <laughs> what a talent. What a waste. Con artist, dude. Con artist, because how much money did he make? On How much money is he making as a con artist? I don't know. Maybe a lot, but what's the era of matchstick men? That can't be. I mean, who's who's falling for these magazine door-to-door salesman tactics? Senior citizens and me. That's it. That's that's it. So he went. He got my money. Look, if in a in a in a non-COVID pandemic era, hey, dude, you you want to come in? Let's start a business because I can come up with any idea, and I feel like you're gonna be able to sell it. I hope he gets his real estate license and I hope he turns his life around, but he's probably going to keep scamming. Um, it was like some like Shia LaBeouf, American honey stuff. If you haven't seen American honey, check out American honey. Um, but hey, best of luck. You know, maybe that third, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but it's the holidays and I felt like I was in a given mood. I felt like I was in a given mood. And then what I should do is I should not go donate $35 to the boys and girls club of Bakersfield, or I for, I think it was Bakersfield, he said, which is in Central California. So, you know, they're really, seems like the Boys and Girls Club of Bakersfield, they're sending people out all over like the Mormons are, just doling them out, doling them out all over the place. Taking the tactics, send them off. Can you imagine? You're just in, <laughs> you're in fucking Idaho. Oh, yes, I'm here with the Boys and Girls Club of Bakersfield. Bakersfield? Where's that? California? Ah. Oh. Is that near Los Angeles? No, no, no. But it is uh, near a real, real good Taco Bell right off the 5 North, right by Victorville. Um, anyway, that was, that, was, that was why. But now I'm here recording this episode. Oh, my God. ¿Qué más? ¿Qué más? ¿Qué está pasando? ¿Qué está pasando? ¿Qué más? What else is going on? So about like a week ago, I was at the supermarket and I was wearing a mask because, you know, them's the rules and I follow the rules. Uh, some, somebody listening to this right now is like, fuck you, sheep. Um, but I was I was wearing a mask and I had to get a bottle of wine. Notice I had to get a bottle of wine. There's no choice. The, the bottle of wine was 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 needed to be purchased. And I go to check out, I go to pay for the bottle of wine and the, the teller's like, yeah, I need your ID. And I was like, oh, so, and I go to grab my ID and I realized that my ID was, I left it in the car. So I was like, hey, listen, I left my ID in the car. I can go grab it if you want. She's like, yes, please. And I was like, okay. So I go and I grab the ID. I come back and I give her the ID. And I was thinking about it because I'm 28. Like I'm clearly not 21. And I have a theory just in general. I it felt like in the beginning of the pandemic, I, I wasn't getting ID'd in the beginning of the pandemic. And I wasn't sure if it was because I just clearly don't look 21 or they were like, yo, fucking everyone needs to drink. Like just, you're 13, you had your bar mitzvah, drink. You, you're not Jewish, you're 13, have a drink. You're like, oh, you're eight? Fuck, you're, oh, you're, you're going to school on Zoom? Take this wine spritzer. Like just let's, we all need just a little, a little something. Uh, if if you choose to partake in that, right? And I, <laughs> but I, I was, you know, but then they started IDing again. It was kind of how everybody was like really nice at first, right? Like we were all in this together. And then all the tension started building again. 
And then we just, all the divisiveness just started boiling over. And it felt like there was like a parallel, you know, between that, that divisiveness and me getting ID'd again. But I got ID'd and, um, which, you know, no problem. But I asked her, I was like, hey, question. Uh, did you ID me because you have to ID me or did you ID me because you think I'm not 21? And I'm not one to fish for compliments. <laughs> but she was like, I ID'd you because I, I, th I don't think you're 21. And granted, I'm just wearing my mask. So she just sees my eyes. And look, I don't know what my eyes look like right now on camera. I'm trying to see. I don't know if they have the, the usual sort of red circular uh, ring that, that I have because I'm just very white because I'm whiter than a fucking crescent roll out of the tube on Thanksgiving. I don't know if, you know, that's why, uh, I, it's just in my natural skin condition. Um, I don't know if my eyes maybe are a little wrinkly like they normally are, or they're better because I've been moisturizing using my serums. Cause Zoe's trying to get me on my shit. So I age better. I don't know, but I know that my eyes don't look 21. And then I started thinking, well, who are the 19-year-olds? Who are the under-21 people that this teller has encountered? What stress are they under? Because let me tell you, these eyes right here, these eyes, they're not 19. All right? These eyes have encountered heartbreak. These eyes have been rejected in love and life. These eyes, these eyes have seen a lot of things. These are not the words, but they've seen a lot of things that they only could if I was 28 and over 21. Like these eyes look like they've de been dehydrated from the stresses of life. These eyes have seen things die in their 20s. And I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about dreams. <laughs> These eyes have dreamt and had those dreams murdered in cold blood. These eyes could be a motherfucking Coen Brothers film, all right? From fucking 1989. These are fucking blood symbol eyes. Maybe not blood symbol eyes. Maybe Lebowski eyes. I don't know. They're, they've seen things. <laughs> What's going on with these 19-year-olds that she that, that you know that that her frame of reference for eyes are? And I think and look, and if it's not my eyes, if it's not my eyes that you think look uh 28, my hairline. Look at this thin shit, baby. Look at this thin shit. It's thinning. All right, this isn't 19-year-old hair. I I'm going to say by the way, I think I just started thinning because of the pandemic. I think the pandemic did it. I think I had like Disney Channel hair beforehand. I think I had some flowy shit. I had fucking corn stock hair just pa, 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 just lined up. I had just vineyard I had I had v just vineyards up on my scalp. Okay? I had the type of follicles that stem cell researchers would want. Does that even make sense scientifically? Probably not, but it sounded good in my brain, so I said it. Okay? Like I and I by the way, I probably didn't have that good of hair. I probably just didn't realize until later, but everyone's stressed during this pandemic. Everyone is stressed. These kids, these kids wouldn't be surprised. Poor kids. These kids that are doing learning from home, Zoom learning. I feel not only do I feel bad for them, and I, 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 I have a little sister. She's in seventh grade. She's behind. She was struggling. You know, I'm like tutoring and trying to help her out. But oof, it's 
stressful. It's difficult out there via Zoom learning because it's not real. You're turning your homework in on Google Classroom. It's not like and like and all and a bunch of kids are like are getting behind. So the teachers are like, ah, so they're not, you know, they're trying their best. God bless these teachers. They're trying their best. But like turning your homework in on Google Classroom versus like actually having to turn it in a classroom is like the difference between paying with credit and paying with cash. Like one is real and one just feels like vaporware. It doesn't feel like a real thing. And I'm helping my little sister with her seventh grade homework. And let me say. It's difficult. It's hard. There's a reason the game show was everyone, or you th do you think you're smarter than a fifth grader? Because any higher and nobody would win that show. Like fifth grade is sort of like the max of where anybody has a possibility. Once you get to sixth, seventh grade, seventh grade, get the fuck out of here. No chance. Absolutely no chance do I think that I'm smarter than a seventh grader at seventh grade things. It's not happening. All right, she's taking Spanish class right now. She's taking her Spanish lessons. I'm trying to help her. She speaks Spanish. I speak Spanish. I don't fucking know what's going on. Okay? Conectores lógicos? Conectores lógicos? Oh, logical connectors? If they were so logical, why am I not understanding it? <laughs> I'm emailing the teacher like, yeah, uh, she's having trouble understanding this concept. I'm having trouble understanding this concept. We're having trouble understanding this concept. It's a we situation. I feel like I'm back in seventh grade. I'm stressing the fuck out. I'm just like, uh, is there any extra credit that we can do now that the semester is coming to the end? Please. I'm slipping up. We. It's her. She's doing all the work, but it, I feel like I, I'm feeling the stress of it. It's honestly, Spanish class, Spanish, Spanish and English, just any language in an, in, in an academic sense, I'm fucking lost. All right, whatever something is called, I just think of it as the way you say shit. It's the way you say it. Oh, el imperfecto is the way you say it in that situation. So, yeah, I mean, like, look, when you're in middle school, you think that that's all that matters. That's the most important thing. When you think when you're in high school, you're like, that's the most important thing. And then you get older and you realize, like, yes, those things and are important. Getting good grades are important to an extent. That's That's a whole other conversation, right? But, like... You in the moment you're like this is all that matters because it's all you know and you think that if you were to relive that period in your life with the knowledge that you have as an adult things would be different. Well, I'm here to tell you that they're not. D definitely not during a pandemic because I'm 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 going through it with her and I can feel it and that shit is difficult. I'm stressed. I'm losing sleep. I'm having the nightmare of showing up at at, at my final and not having gone to class the entire semester like. It's it's a stressful time, and these teachers are doing the best that they can do. God bless them, right? Not only do they have to teach, they have to do it over Zoom, and they're still grossly underpaid, and it's we're all just trying our best. Most of us are trying our best, I think. I don't know. See, that's the thought right there. I go like, but, you know, and I'm like, I like to think like we're all doing our best to not be stressed, to stay healthy, and to, you know, try to be the best, you know, to try to be good people, not the best people but just good people and trying to be empathetic. And yet then I'm like, yeah, but there's plenty of evidence of people being bad and people not being empathetic. Um, but that's like, that's, that's a trap. What am I going to do about that? That's, you know, you can't control other people. You can't, right? You can control your own actions. You can control what you do day to day, how you treat other people. That's, that's all you can control. Um, and if not, you just go into this like, dark storm of nihilism and pessimism and i've been there and it's not fun uh we're all we're all just trying to do our best and we're trying to get through this year and 
you know, that's the other thing. People are like, oh, can't wait for 2020 to be over. We're getting to 2021. It's like, okay, calm down. Let's take, let's take a breath. Okay. All right. The clock's going to hit midnight uh, on December 31st, 2020 to January 1st, 2021. And there's still going to be the same problems. There's still a pandemic. There's still climate change. There's still racism. There's still gross injustices taking place. There's still issues in our society that need to be solved. Those things are still there. And hopefully 2021 is better in, in, in many ways than 2020, but like, let's wait. Let's 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 take a let's take a break. Let's see how it plays out, you know, because maybe, you know, May comes around. Things are looking good. The world's opening up again. We're like, ah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Look at this. 2021. So much better than 2020. And then there's an alien invasion led by fucking Satan. OK, and Satan shows up. He's like, ha ha, gotcha, bitches. And then just vaporizes most like half of us there's like a there's just like a like a thanos fucking satan snap and then rah, done and then we're like fuck 2020 sounded good in comparison so let's wait i remain cautiously optimistic but let's 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 wait and see let's see what happens uh in the meantime hey we're still here we're trying our best we're doing we're doing whatever we can do and Ah, uh, I'm I'm just I'm doing this. This is what I'm doing, and I I really do appreciate you for listening. Uh, it means a lot to me. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, rate, review, and I'll keep doing this. I'm back. I'm feeling good. I hope I had a good time doing this, and I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll be back next week with a new episode. Till then, be good, be kind, do your best to stay healthy, and I will see you next week. Bye.